Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. What was the outcome when you did using heated filtration? What we discovered was that we had created a filter that could kill SARS-CoV-2, anthrax spores, tuberculosis, influenza, anything up by simply using a, a catch and kill method. And when I say that, I mean, uh, so air passes through, it gets heated up rapidly and then cools back down and allows for another process of air to go through. And combining that with a very high CFM, what we discovered is we could put these units into high density places, into vulnerable places like schools, prisons, office spaces, uh, hospitals. And we've been deploying them ever since. Uh, we deployed at our first school in August of 2020. Um, and Slidell, Texas, a little school up in North Texas. And we recently got some data back showing they had no COVID contacts or no spread of contagion uh, in the school. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, your home improvement source every single weekend. Thanks for joining us today. Carolyn and I have a very special guest, don't we, on the line? I'm so excited. I can't believe it. We finally got him here. It's been a while. I've been trying finally. and pulling and prodding, and he's here. <laughs> ben Seligson from IVP, welcome. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? I'm so excited to be hot. here. I, welcome I to the so show. I'm so excited to be here. I don't know. You know, it's... It's really funny because, uh, Eric, when Caroline and I, we talk on the phone every now and then, and we'll go for, you know, it starts as a simple question. And before I know it, we've been talking for about 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> Welcome to that show then. <laughs> well, you know, you guys were just on our top 15 gifts guide on last week's show. Christmas. So now that we're, um, uh, well, <laughs> what I would call the COVID variant season, I mean, it seems like just about every single week now we've got a new COVID variant, and uh, we could say, well, it's just timely that you're on. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think that we're going to be getting more variants as as time goes on, and we're going to start getting sick of them, right? <laughs> oh, Omicron, it sounds like a, a Transformer, like a Decepticon almost. <laughs> Except it's not like a Camaro. It's uh, more like a Baser. That's like a... Oh my! <laughs> Party on Wayne! Party on Garth! So, so we joke around because we know what Ben does. But for Ben, tell us what IVP is. Tell us what you do, and give them an idea of how this affects you know the pandemic and COVID nineteen and all that good stuff. Okay, great. Yeah. So um, last year at the beginning of the pandemic, our CEO and founder Monster Harani. Um, was uh, thinking about this virus and, you know, how it's affecting people. And it was right at the onset um, around March or April. And he wanted to test out a couple different ways that you could actually kill the virus with filtration. And what he determined was that if you use a heated filter um, with a, an existing Ankepa filter, you could develop a, a filter that kills everything instantly on a single pass of air. So we did our testing with uh, uh, University of Houston, uh, Texas Center for Superconductivity, um, with UTMB, the Galveston National Lab. We partnered with AM to kind of run a bunch of different tests and determine um, what was the outcome when you did, using heated filtration. What we discovered was that we had created a filter that could kill SARS-CoV-2, anthrax spores, tuberculosis, influenza, anything up by simply using a, a catch and kill method. And when I say that, I mean, uh, so air passes through, it gets heated up rapidly and then cools back down and allows for another process of air to go through. And combining that with a very high CFM, what we discovered was we could put these units into high density places, into vulnerable places like schools, prisons, office spaces, uh, hospitals. And we've been deploying them ever since. Uh, we deployed at our first school in August of 2020. Um, and Slidell, Texas, a little school up in North Texas. 
And we recently got some data back showing that um, they had no COVID contacts or no COVID um, um, spread of contagion uh, in the school once our units were placed in there, whereas all over the rest of Texas had multiple outbreaks and multiple spreads. And uh, um, we are very excited about that data. So we went to the very top school on that list, which was Conroe ISD. Uh, they had the highest rate of exposures and infections in their school district. And I'm happy to say that they have since partnered with us and we're moving forward with getting our units all around their district. So uh, it's a very small um, idea that has since grown globally. Um, we're very excited and we're, we're happy that we're putting units all over the place in the weirdest spots that you can imagine. Uh, we've been there and uh, I, have, I have stories about them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's also very mind opening to know that, you know, we're putting in filtration um, HVAC units in places that have never even considered uh, how important air quality is for that environment. I've been to some uh, prison system and jails that haven't changed their filters in their HVAC units for 10 to 15 years. I know. don't want to go to jail. That's nasty. <laughs> no. I know, exactly. No. Um, but it, it's cool because it's like you're opening up um, a, a whole new world for some of these organizations and some of these places that have never even given a thought to how important air filtration actually is to their environment. So we want to be there. You know, we're growing. It's a, it's a startup business. And uh, I've been along for the ride since the beginning, and I'm pretty stoked about it. That's nice. awesome. I mean, you think about it every 10 or 15 years, I give people a hard time about not changing that every six months. <laughs> but man, just like do you think well, you have a bad year in prison, and then it gets even worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they weld it shut too. You know what I mean? So it's not like because they don't want people to escape. And so they weld some of the filters shut. It's oh, wild man. to think about, really. That's brutal. And then with your system then, is there a filter medium that you have to change or is it all just kind of get like, uh, well, baked out in the wash? No. So um, what we've discovered is right now, we believe that the filter lasts about two years. However, since it's so new, we believe that it could essentially last for a longer period of time. But for the changing of the filter purposes, we're going to go ahead and say two years for now. And then once we reach that, uh, that um, time period, you know, we'll assess it and then check it out too. And, you know, make adjustments as needed, but it's pretty exciting. Yeah, you're right. It, it does go out with a wash. The heat eliminates anything that's caught on the filter surface. So um, it removes pretty much any pathogens. So there's no worry about actually changing. I was just going to say my filter, you know, I got to change my filter on my house, on my HEPA filter. And I find by that, by the dealer, that's about a $200 filter. I'm doing that every three to six oh, months. Yeah. It adds up quick. Yeah. It'd be nice not to have to do that, except every other couple years or to do some kind of filter medium. I tell my clients, Ben, that the IVP air is sort of like the washing machine and dryer for your air. Like just the simple way to explain it to them. I'm like, you throw your clothes in and you do your laundry, but you don't do that for your air. So this is the IVP air does this. It basically sanitizes your air for you. So, you know, think about it like a washer or dryer. And um, I was going to say, how about concerts? Like we, uh, you and I are big concert goers and so is Eric. How about using them in concert places? I just saw Boys to Men and Eric makes fun of me, but it was fantastic. So I went to see Boys to Men and and like this is I got to tell you the story, Ben. So it's crazy. So it says that we were supposed to show identification that we either had the vax or you had to get a covid test 48 hours prior to getting in. Then you were supposed to wear a mask the entire time. So we're sitting there and, you know, everybody's like it's pre-show. So people are walking around. They have their masks on. And then all of a sudden, like the lights go down. The music comes on, Boys to Men comes out singing Motown Philly, and everybody rips their masks off and starts screaming and dancing in the space. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm like, this is not good. So- <laughs> oh, wait, let's be honest. It was masks, panties, and bras all coming off at the it's same boys time. Boys to Men, not Van Halen. Let's be honest, okay? Yeah, and uh, and um, and uh, Omicron bursted through the wall. And, you know, <laughs> oh, my God. He made sure that, you know, yep, you knew everything he was, there. was cool. <laughs> but see, that's the difference. That's the difference. You know, a few months ago, I went up with Julie up to go watch a concert in Seattle. We had to have proof of ID and your vaccination card and the same kind of thing. And that was, uh, well, Dropkick Murphy's in Rancid. That was a killer show. And man, 
there were probably two dozen really? people hanging around that were the mask police, even in the pit. Yeah, you know, okay, so first off, you know, I'll say this. Like, that was, uh, I love Dropkick Murphys. When I was a kid, that was my first show when I was 13. I saw them play with Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards. It was nice. a great show. I love it. And when I think about, you know, a 13-year-old being at that show now, you know, wearing a mask, that's really responsible, right? <laughs> but <laughs> you can't tell, you know, younger kids, that's that's a little more difficult. I think it's really interesting when you think about, like, regional um regional places, especially in live music, because, you know, you're seeing a punk rock show in, in the Northeast versus, you know, down here in Texas, and there's completely different rules and completely different um, standards of what's appropriate. I went to a show on Saturday night, and um, they weren't checking for any vaccination. They weren't checking for uh, tests or anything. It was, a, it was a small room. It was, you know, nobody cared. And I um, I've also been to places recently in the last few months where you walk in and you have to show your proof of vaccination before you can get in. And that was even at, I went and saw Willie Nelson a couple months ago at the circuit of the Americas. And they were, you know, that's an out, that's an outdoor venue and they were still checking for um, vaccination cards and for testing. So I think it's really interesting because you have a whole spread of different rules and regulations for different venues. It's like, man, can we all decide on the same thing and just go with it until this is over? Or can you put the IVP venue unit in yes. each one of these small rooms, you know, so it's all good. But that's, there you that's, go. that's a little, that's a little push that I have. I like it. I, I just, I just hate, hate, hate being in a hot venue. You're inside, you know, it's warm, and you're shoulder to shoulder with other people, and I get it. That mask is not comfortable. I don't no. enjoy it at all. Yeah. There are many times that I'm like, oh, I'd just love to throw this thing away. But you just got just to gotta be a good person, and that's not fun sometimes. I wonder the status of live music, because I lived in Austin for a very long time, and I saw so many different venues just shut down. Some of them have shuttered. Some of them have turned into different places completely. I know that there's money that's going into a lot of them, but I think about when they open back up, what's it going to take? What happens? So we have a variant that sweeps through and all of a sudden it's like, no, we can't have shows this weekend. You know, there's too much of a risk or no, we're going to go ahead and go with the shows, but we need to be stringent about the masks. And then meanwhile, down the street, you have another venue that's saying, you know, we're not checking for anything. Come on in. You know, you can come to our 300 capacity small room space and fill it out, you know, it's almost like who's policing who, what's, you know, what's the point of it? Um, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this is going to pan out. They say that we're in endemic times, um, but, you know, all it takes is another variant to spread through to shut everything mm -hmm. back down. I'll be honest. I think that most people, at least in my circle of friends out there, are so sick and tired of it that I got a feeling that's going to be, uh, well, the news the news of every variant each month or two months and people are going to go, yeah. I just don't care. I don't care anymore. And I'm done. I just don't care if I get it. I mean, I get it and I've done what I can do. I've done what I'm comfortable doing. And then there, I think what we were about to that point here in the U S where people are going to say, um, yeah, if you don't remove this mass stuff, we're going to move it ourselves. There's going to be some serious and pushback. And that's interesting, be Ben, too, because we're all in diverse areas. Right. So Eric is in Portland, Oregon. Right. So he's got a Western approach. Right. You're in Texas and I'm in New York. Mm -hmm. So the variant just came out in, in New York, basically. And they said, New York, New Jersey, we're under state of emergency again. So they immediately put it out before they even know what the variant's going to do. So it's so traumatic to just everybody and you're trying to get back to the way you live and unfortunately because of our populace here you know we're such a densely populated area they you know they're always on the cautious side but that's why i think ivp is so important and obviously why you're on the show um besides your love for music and we all appreciate that but the fact is we know <laughs> you've and my winning exactly. personality <laughs> but we we know this <laughs> But we know this technology exists, the three of us, right? And then we say, well, why aren't people implementing it to take the fear out, to, to actually get back to normal? So that's why, you know, it's important, the message you're putting out there for us. 
And I think it's really cool the fact that, you know, we're, we've been around for a little over a year. And I think that there's going to be a paradigm shift to how people think about indoor filtration moving forward when you talk about controlling variants or controlling spread, um, that you need to start implementing technologies like ours, like IVP, and, you know, upgrading your indoor air quality. It's super important. And I, I think I only think as more people, the threat of shutting down again starts to happen, you know, more people are going to be fine-tuned and kind of a, more aware of, you know, what options are available, you know, to protect the people inside. Because, gosh, you mentioned trauma. There's so much trauma when you talk about uh, industry people who have been out of work for so long and their venues get shut down and artists who can no longer, you know, perform. I, I think that people are starting to kind of break out of that shell a little bit and starting to venture out to do tours again and to imagine them shutting down or saying that we can't do this because of this variant. There has to be some sort of hybrid model that we can start deploying that includes masks, that includes indoor ventilation to start helping and protecting to keep a lot of these these areas open because I think that there is so much trauma attached to the idea that we're going to close down again. Nobody mm -hmm. wants that. I think that people people won't do it. I, I generally think that people won't do it. And if it's government, you know, mandated, you know, that's going to be a little more of, a, of an issue. Well, you know, it's interesting coming from where I'm at over here in Portland, Oregon. As a great example, most of the bands here in the Pacific Northwest have dodged our area the entire summer because I think they looked and went – you know, okay, we've had all these off and on mask mandates, and let's just take the southern route across the U.S. and go that route instead. <laughs> and we'll skip that northern route where there's a lot of states up there from week to week. Those rules are changing, and they just went, ah, yeah, we're just not going to go up to Seattle or Portland or any of those other places up there. And even into some into northern California, they just are doing a southern shot across the U.S., and uh, that way that they don't have to deal with that upcoming ban or different mass mandate. And I think that gets very interesting and changes how music is heard in the U.S. You know, and I, come on down to <laughs> Texas, right? Yeah. Well, everybody you can, tours, you can tour in Texas. Boy, howdy. Aren't they, though? Y'all, um, I'm looking, I'm in the housing market right now. I'm just, you know, looking out, putting my feelers out there. And it is insane the amount of influx that has happened in the state of Texas in the last, you know, year or so. Um, unbelievable. Uh, it's very crazy. I love to listen to your podcast because you talk about a lot of things about homeowning and a lot of repairs. And I was telling Eric earlier, I don't own a home yet, but I imagine <laughs> that when I do, I can go back and listen to your podcast for all my tips and tricks. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got to watch, you know, I wanted to say one thing about IVP. Let's get outside this pandemic discussion for just a second. I mean, if you know, you got parents around the house and you got kids going to school and man, when they bring home that little seasonal cold or that seasonal flu, what not as better than to have your house be relatively safe space where you're going to see them come in the door. And I could say this as a parent, they walk in the door and they start coughing. The first thing in my head is, um, oh man, next week, this is going to suck <laughs> because now I know what's coming around the corner. It doesn't matter if I wash my hands and do all that other stuff. I'm just going to get it. And to be able to have something that's going to assist with that, man, that is super, super awesome. It really is cool uh, to think about, you know, uh, think about units like this in your home and different places that you can protect. Or when your kid brings something home that maybe it doesn't spread. You know, I've had uh, we've had family, friends, coworkers say, hey, my uh, my kid just got covid. I live with my mom. Can we get one of the units for the house real quick? And sure, sure enough, we'll drive them over immediately and place in the unit. And guess what? You know, nobody gets sick. No one gets hurt. You know, no one suffers any consequences because you have a 13 year old who's hauled up in the, you know, above garage apartment, you know, riding COVID out. And uh, and you don't want mom to get sick or dad to get sick. So I completely understand. And the situation you just described, it happens all the time for us. Um, and we we see a lot of people right now. Um, as I said, we're working on getting a lot of these units out there and then some of the manufacturing issues that we're encountering, you know, because of the delays with shipping, which is just, um, you know, it, it happens in America. 150 right now. ships out in port waiting out there in Long Beach or L.A. just floating out there. You know, you could have containers sitting out there in the ocean. for Exactly. Months. Exactly. And it's heartbreaking to think that, you know, we want to get these units out and we want to get them out to people. But the amount of parents and people who've inquired, well, I want to get this from my kid's dorm room. 
Absolutely. hundred percent. What better way to use that application than to put it inside of a, a small room or a dorm room um, where kids are going off to college, where they're bringing back who knows what from bars and restaurants and classes. So we want to make sure that that indoor air quality is, uh, you know, you have a solution for that. You know, and the effect on small business is huge. I was just going to say, just to wrap this thought up, you know, I've had one of the biggest complaints or theories that one of our advertisers here in Portland, they were a huge service company with trucks and people coming in and out. Like what happens if one person comes in and gets sick and it takes all 75 people out because they popped in the office for a few seconds. And that's huge. That could cripple a company. I was going to say, Ben, yeah. Caroline, so talk about the different sizes. So everybody knows that, you know, there are ver- various sizes of IVP air. Um, so give them a, a, you know, a window to that. Sure. So we have three different um, units that we're currently working with, right? We have a venue unit, and that's that's the big boy. That's for your cafeterias, your lobbies for hospitals, your um, larger areas, your convention spaces. I've deployed those in all sorts of areas like that. And what's great about them is um, in all of our units is that they're mobile, so you can move them around to different areas. Let's say you're having some sort of um, a football game, um, uh, a Dallas assembly. game. Yeah, like assembly. Uh, that's outside. Well, no, because they have the sweets. The Jerry su- Jones. The sweet. We we need to we need to protect Jerry. Come. But but that's another thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, you know, units, large units that we can put in areas, and then we have our room units, which are perfect for classrooms, business offices, um, urgent uh, medical areas. We're putting all those in, in spaces like that, and that's probably our biggest seller right now because they're super easy to place. You can plug it in; it's plug and purify, and then we put them uh, all over, and especially in classrooms. There's a huge push for a lot of schools right now who are looking for um, units that they can place in with a lot of the, the funding that they're receiving from the government and they're looking for to purchase cards like that. So we want to be at the forefront of that and say, hey, we have a solution for you. And then finally, we have our travel units, which are our smaller units. Those go in your office spaces, small areas, dorm rooms, um, suites at, you know, at AT&T Center in North Texas where the Cowboys play. That's where we want to put them. <laughs> any, you know, any kind of sports area or, or small area that's, you know, really can prevent person-to-person mitigation. That's what we use the small travel units for. And you can find out all this information at ivpair.com. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's super great as far as being able to put that into a space like that. And I like your little tagline there, that plug and purify. That is kind of cool because it's short and it's really that simple. You don't have to have this big installation right where you come in. You can plug it in. Now you're using it that into the building. Maybe you've got an assembly or a meeting or a conference, something like that, and you could put it where you need it most versus trying to jam something quickly into an HVAC room or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we do. We're working on and we're starting to uh, do retrofitting. So we're putting these in HVAC um, areas and uh, HVAC air handlers as well. So we're starting to put that technology there. And that's where it gets really exciting. And the ideas start to really bubble up on what what the potential is for a technology like this uh, to start implementing it in new construction and new builds or, or hospitals or other places that could really use it, which have the larger HVAC units. So I got a question on power. Do these things use a lot of electricity? Because you're talking heated. How does that work? Is that a pretty big expense to run? Yeah, you know, that's a great question that gets brought up um, pretty frequently. A lot of people say, okay, well, how much power are we using if we're heating up? Uh, if we're heating this uh, this filter in this space. And the cool part about it is it, it's a pulsatile mechanism that heats it very quickly and then cools back down. So it, it's a catch and kill. So it catches whatever, heats it up very quickly, cools back down, allows the air to circulate again until the process kicks over again. So not much amperage at all. You know, we've deployed these in very old buildings um, all across the nation. Um, and the result is the same. It's not a huge power draw on, on the circuit system because of the way that the technology is designed to cool down very rapidly when it when it uh, cycles through. Nice. That's cool because nobody likes paying high power bills. No. And th- guess what? Right. For our exactly. audience today, we are going to be announcing from IVP Air a giveaway. Doot, doot, doot. It's our holiday giveaway. So 
<laughs> Give it a ho ho ho. Because my ho 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 isn't that great. Eric's got a good ho ho ho. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> 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 How can your winners uh, win? How can you win an IVP travel unit? Or is it a travel yeah, unit? Yeah, travel unit. unit. We're giving away a travel unit. That's what the T2 model now, correct? It's changed from T1 to T2. So this mm-hmm. is the smaller unit that That's you can right. place. Great for a dorm. Great for a small bedroom. Great for traveling if you go to a hotel, maybe in the car. Does it run on a battery too, Ben? Or is it still plug-in? The T2. Right now, it's currently plugging in, but we're developing a model that can actually be remote charging, so you, it has a battery that you can move So that around. would be awesome for, like, cars and, yeah, that like, is awesome. if you were in the car, an RV or something. Exactly. So our audience is going to have the great opportunity by going to Around the House Online. You can basically just enter in your email and give us all your basic contact information, and we promise not to hound you from Around the House, but you'll get a wonderful chance to win an IVP Air to not only help kill COVID this season, but to also keep your home healthy and free from virus. So thank you so much to IVP. Thanks, Ben, for offering to do this great giveaway for us. Absolutely. Who doesn't like free stuff? So yeah, just head over there and you'll see all the giveaway banners on that page. And we have our own page just for that on AroundTheHouseOnline.com. And that's where you can enter for a chance to win. It's going to be super cool. And uh, we all the contests, especially for the nice. holidays. I mean, nice. come on, that's what it's about. You know, the thing I asked somebody recently, we were invited to a holiday party and I said, is there any contests or gifts <laughs> going, you know, because it's like a large company. And I said, no, just booze and food. <laughs> sometimes that's good, too. I mean, sometimes. I mean, well, last week we went to a, uh, a an event like this and we'll just say this. Uh, well, I don't want to give any names because uh, we're sworn to secrecy, but uh, we ended up playing the Uber driver to get some friends home because, well, they were probably in the condition to even be able to ride in an Uber. And it was like, okay, we're going to have to give you the, uh, well, no man left behind kind of thing. So it was very much like an old punk rock show and grabbing him by the shoulder, taking him up to the doorstep. And, and the problem is, is as we all get older, their wives don't get too happy about that sometimes. Everybody loves a good holiday party. And I imagine that YouTube podcast hotshots get invited to all, the, all the, the greatest holiday parties. Do you have any of them that you're looking forward yeah, to? Yeah, I'm not having anything. We're doing it around the house. Our our special edition is going to be we're having a holiday party for around the house. So a select few will get invited to that. So it's kind of going to be an exciting episode that we shoot. When do we shoot that? Next week? Yeah, another mm-hmm. week or so. That'll be a lot of fun. And well, you know. It's because uh, Christmas ends up being on a Saturday this year, so we're going to do a special Christmas show. So we're trying to do something a little bit different. Not anything crazy high-tech, but just kind of a chill, around-the-house kind of, uh, well, fireside chat kind of thing. We're going to have just kind of like a cocktail hour. And Caroline dresses up like Santa Claus. Is that what's going to happen? (laughs) Absolutely. She always likes dressing up for everything. So that'll be good, yeah. We'll get her dressed on up. This will be good. (laughs) (laughs) See, Ben, this is why we're going to have to have you on here a lot more often for these kind of ideas. So um, I, when we have you on, Ben, we always like to play a game or we do something fun with our guests. So we're going to play House of Projects, which is our wheel of fortune, if you will. So we're going to spin a wheel. And basically on the wheel are multiple colored slots of different places around the house like so it can be something like comes up a bathroom it could come up kitchen and then we all have to kind of tell stories and you can tell a funny story you could tell a story about work you did whatever we're open to anything the interesting part about the wheel is there's two sort of if you will danger spots so there's a truth or dare that can come up and then there is also a pay the co-host so if you land on pay the co-host we openly accept food beverages free gifts anything you're willing to give to us uh, that we enjoy. We like that. <laughs> no one, <laughs> no one's gotten okay. to pay the co-host in all, in all the time we've been playing it though. That stinks for us. No, but let's try it here. I mean, there's always a first time. I think the one that we always get the most is like the utility <laughs> room or something. So let's see what happens on this one. I'm going to try to jinx it by saying that, and then I'll just make that call. So are we ready for the spin? Yeah, I'm ready. Go for it. <laughs> Oh, no way. 
truth or dare. No way. We've never gotten that. We have never had truth or dare. Let me flip this around. See? We've never had that. Oh, my God. Oh, no. This is going to go sideways. Oh, Ben. (laughs) Oh, no. This is new territory, Ben. You've joined us on. This is going to get interesting, I can see. So how are we going to do this? (laughs) So what do I what do I decide here? Do, so I mean, what are like, we gonna do for truth or dare? Because we've never thought this one out. <laughs> we never thought we'd actually land on it. Oh, well, I, okay. Before I forget, I want to tell you all about a uh, uh, issue I had in my apartment this morning that is uh, a home repair issue. So okay. I just want to place that on the table. We can make sure we hit that later. Before we'll make sure uh, we don't forget go, that one. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna do a dare. I love a good challenge. Okay. Oh my god. Well then he's. He's got to go with an impersonation. Want to do it? I got to give him like he's got to do an impersonation of somebody. Oh, should we, should we make we him do like an impersonation oh, no. of somebody at the company, <laughs> or should we be nicer and just say like celebrity? No, 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 no. Let's not go getting him fired or something, <laughs> making fun of somebody at the company. I think we can come up well, with a better plan. Love, like Tom, how about Tom Cruise? I mean, you know, I love Tom Cruise, and this is out there for like discussion. Me and Eric ah! have to decide. Like, like impersonation of Tom Cruise, but he can sing. <laughs> See, True. Ben can sing. And so we could also make him sing because I know he did not want to mm-hmm. sing on the show today. Ha- there oh, we no. go. Ben. I, all right. Well, it's the holiday oh, no. giveaway. A- oh, my gosh. It's the well, holiday you know, giveaway. My, uh... so can you do a Christmas song? I'd like. True. Yeah, we can do Christmas. You know, um, I love to karaoke. As a matter of fact, uh, nice. I was in an Anthony Bourdain karaoke competition at Are South by Southwest one year, and uh, I blew it out the water. I sang a Misfit song, Anthony Bourdain loved it. Yeah. Like Chef Jose Andres was there. It was great. It was probably one of my favorite moments ever. So karaoke, I am no stranger to karaoke, and now we're starting to get something <laughs> a little more comfortable with. So bring it on. Bring well, it I on. would like to hear. Okay, but what Misfit song did you sing? Where are you going Ah, perfect. So, so Eric, I'd like to hear a part of a Christmas song. So I get something for me and then something for you that you'd like to hear. Because he'll pick rock or something. All right, Ben, pick a Christmas song. Oh, my gosh. This is really kind of bizarre. I know. Y'all, with like, with no. (laughs) You don't have to sing um, the whole thing. Give me a verse. Let me see. Bet you know a bunch of them. Let's. Uh, You're in you Texas. You can um, sing Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. I don't want to <laughs> sing that one. You know, I, I was telling someone recently that my favorite holiday song is Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. I love that. But really, mm-hmm. I want to say Happy Hanukkah. To, um, let's see. No, we'll do Let It Snow. That's good. How awesome. There you go. I'm real. This is, you know, you can't, people on, on air listening to this podcast can't see me, but I am bright red. <laughs> I'm as red dare, as ladies, Rudolph right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you can for it. the wheel of project. What are you going to do? <laughs> it happens. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some corn for bopping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. There you go. Way to go, Ben. I feel really That was awesome. Wow. I feel really embarrassed. (laughs) Oh, my. Isn't it amazing how talented? Everybody is. Man. I can't believe it. You guys blow me away. You know, you you probably you interview so many different people. I imagine that you know everyone has a hidden talent that they don't really get to bust out or, or break out every now and then. So it must be pretty pretty refreshing that you get to talk to all these people and you know help them discover or help them showcase something that they're good at on air. It, it, it must is, be really it? rewarding. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's fun taking <laughs> a peek behind the curtain a little bit and see what's going on because so many people we have a relationship with, you know, in our work life. And it's fun to see a little bit of that personal side. So everybody's fun to be part of it. Different. Like we have people on who were knife collectors and then, you know, they're high up in a water treatment company or they are sourdough bread connoisseurs or they're wine connoisseurs, or they can sing in a band like you. I mean, it's really incredible. So you guys are all so talented. It's amazing. 
Thank you. So, Eric, you're up. Oh. Truth or dare, really Ben and I get to decide. Oh, no. Up. Oh. What do you I'm going to go ben? truth. What do we want to know about Eric? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I, well, since the topic of the show is concerning <laughs> home repair, when's, um, when's the last time you were, you were doing something around the house and you stopped and you just looked at yourself and said, I really <laughs> Like last this. week. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I know the answer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she actually knows this one. I won't tell all this big story because it's a story that I've already told. Caroline's already heard it, and you, the listeners, heard it as well. But it's the most recent one, and I'll tell the two stories here, but just so you get something new too. But the recent one was I was removing uh, a, a controller for my thermostat up in my master bedroom because we've been doing some remodeling. And it's just a cool little controller. Uh, for my carrier and it's kind of expensive while well, I was pulling the wires out of it and I thought I was being really gentle with it clearly something went wrong so I was pushing down on the little wire and the little button and well the holder for the wire came off the circuit board and completely ruined oh, a man. $300 thermostat <laughs> and there it was no fixing that, that one luckily my friends at carrier spent out spent over some time about 10 days trying to track one down because they were all in container ships and well they helped me out on that one. Well, so that was good. But the time before that, I was up carrying, you know, sheet of plywood under the roof of my shed this last year in 2020. So I was building a new shed. So I was carrying the OSB and plywood up there. And I put the up on the roof and a gust of wind comes up, lifts me off the plywood, clean off the roof. And that didn't go so well because now I landed on my elbow <laughs> and put a dent in my wife's Mercedes convertible hood. That was back behind me. So I landed on my feet. I was super stoked about that. But me having to say, well, that hood got a dent right by the emblem on the Mercedes. And, uh, yeah, I got to take it to get the hood repaired. Because there's no – I was almost there. My elbow hit the hood, and I was happy that the plywood didn't hit the car because that would have been more damage. Because I had my arms up in the air trying to keep the plywood from hitting the car. And then it just pushed me beyond my limits. My elbow landed on the aluminum hood, put a dent in but uh, did anybody did anybody witness this? No, no, no. They did hear me yell a four letter word that wasn't appropriate <laughs> for radio. But then they thought, well, just you know, I smashed my hand or something. And it's not something new me making noises outside. But it was the first time this happened. But yeah, I came in and oh well, I didn't get hurt. I got to send your car to the body shop, and that's kind of expensive. <laughs> What did that? What was the uh, what was the total on that to fix yeah, that? that was, that was about eighteen hundred dollars fix. Man, that was expensive. That's a, that's that's, a, that's an expensive mistake. I've made some expensive mistakes before, but an eighteen hundred dollar mistake is not fun. By still any was means. cheaper than having to hire somebody to build the shed. So I guess I was still ahead on that one. But uh, <laughs> so I still saved money, Caroline. <laughs> Oh, so is it is it up to you? Are you a truth, yeah. are you truth or daring right truth now? Truth or dare? Know. What is it? Now look at the color of her face. Yeah, you I don't can't know. see I it. I mean, I don't know. That's bright I'm red. afraid I might have to sing. So like, I'm kind of like going no. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait a second. I know that you like a lot of rock and roll. We've talked about this. Uh -huh. Have you ever? Do you do do karaoke? Um, do you like to sing? I don't think you want me to sing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's fun watching you score. So, um, truth or dare? Um, truth or dare? 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 Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. This oh, is going to yes. be awesome. Um, okay. He's too, he's I have too a couple questions here. <laughs> because absolutely. You, this is awesome. Absolutely. No. We're going to make you sing. Like Whoa. 100%. Like. Are you kidding me? Like, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So what is your, what's your favorite? You said boys to men. Um, you saw oh. boys to men recently. Oh man. Let me just look up a good. Oh, Let's God. find a good boys to men that song for her to sing. Exactly God, that's not my genre. That's not like my party genre. <laughs> party genre? I need, I need booze. Okay. So we're getting somewhere. You know, know what I your genre is. I need booze right now. I need booze. <laughs> She's squirming. So, "End of the Road" is a good boys to men song, but uh, you know what? I'll 
because you you just mentioned that you know what your genre no, is. No, I, I really don't have genre? one. But I mean, Boy Simmons, my party. I mean, I don't know. Do I know? Do I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I mean, I have my genres. I mean, I'm punk rock, hard rock, blues, jazz, little mm. show tunes, country. You know, all of that stuff is fun to me, but. Those are my genres. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Oh my God, don't make me sing. It's mm-hmm. so embarrassing. Well, you know what? I think Boys to Men would be cool. I don't really know a lot of Boys to Men songs. I do know a few of them. Um, but, Carol, oh my God. I'll let you pick. You can, oh, I don't know. Okay, okay. What about you go to karaoke? What song are you singing for karaoke? Oh, she's not singing karaoke. I'm such a bad singer, you guys. I don't know. <laughs> so That's the best um, part of this. How about Chris? Can I do a Christmas song? We're giving song? you a softball. Like, we're a letting you. Song? We're letting. We'll let you off easy. Get away with that. Okay. Okay. Christmas. So what did Ben? That um, sounds good. Let's see. I know that's. I sing "Let It Snow." Yep. Oh my god, I'm so nervous, Ben. Like you <laughs> sing regularly. Yeah, if you want to hear her sing a song, send that? us a message. What about Mariah Carey? All oh, that's like. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and you don't. Eric's laugh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to sing the whole thing. Oh, God, you can just do like the first verse. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's amazing. Holy cow! It's Watching scary. you shake is great. <laughs> you could do this. Let's see. Wait, how about like sleigh bells? Wait, give me. Um, can you guys like hum the tune? Like. Sleigh bells ring. I listen. Oh, this is gonna be so. This is gonna be great. (laughs) Snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Yeah. In the meadow, we can build a snowman and pretend that he is Parson Brown. You'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. <laughs> but you can do the job while you're in town. Done. <laughs> like boom, boom, boom. Oh, see? Yeah, very cool. We knew you could do it. There you go. See, Caroline, you have, you have pitch. Like, well you done. Do the pitch, yeah. Like, obviously, like, you can, you can hear, uh, you know, the tune in your head. So you're, you're singing it. I give that uh, a Thank great, and outstanding review. I think it was wonderful. Yes, great job. Well done, Caroline. It's like pressure. That was awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I think you did wonderful. I'm very proud of you. I'm very, yeah. very proud of that performance too. I think it was wonderful. well done. I want to. I want to talk to y'all about this. Uh, this thing that happened to me in the middle of the night. So right in my apartment, uh, I wake up at around two in the morning and I hear some trickling coming from Uh-oh. my bathroom. And I, like, what is that? and I see that there's, um, they have a little pipe, you know, in, in, in apartments that is over the bathtub. So if there's a leak up ahead, it doesn't, you know, completely go everywhere and just empties into the bathtub. And I thought, okay, this is fine. You know, whatever. I'm going to go back to sleep. I woke up again around 6.30 in the morning, and I walk in, and my bathroom is one big <gasps> no. Like, it is everywhere, everywhere. And so I call the maintenance people, and then they come a couple hours later. But this time, the water has kind of stopped. I put down towels and everything. And they said it was the above apartment's washer had overflown while they were washing laundry and completely just like soaked my bathroom. And I, to be honest with you, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if I was going to have to stick around there while they repaired it, you know, to make sure that nothing more water comes down in my apartment. So let me ask you, how common is that um, uh, leaky washers? Is that a thing that, that happens more frequently than not? Tell me about it. You know, what happens to fail most often are the water hoses behind the washer. First, because those are just like garden hoses. And after a while, the rubber ones, they just about fail about every five to seven years. So you're, you should be replacing those because they'll get these big bubbled up boils kind of on them. I had one time, if I go way back on around the house, it's up on the pic. You can see the picture up on the Facebook page, probably six or seven years ago. Well, I was walking past my laundry room on the way out to the garage, and I just caught my eye with one of those. And there were these big, huge, like one-inch bubbles on that hose. <laughs> it was twice as big as what it should have looked like. And I was moments away of that letting go. And I was like, oh, man, I'm not doing that. 
Those hoses so, love to fail. Hey, tell Ben about the shutoff valves. Remember mm. we learned about those amazing different types of valves from the uh, plumbing association. Yeah, there's a lot of different stuff out there. You know, maybe not so much for an apartment complex, but really for a house. I've got one here at my house that I still haven't installed yet because it's kind of a day two project item. But you can actually mount these in and they sense a water leak. So they use artificial intelligence. And what it does is it knows how you use water. So it knows what happens when you flush the toilet or use the ice maker, or run a bath or take a shower. So it knows how the laundry runs, all of those different things. When it sees something out of the ordinary, then what it does is it'll text you and say, you either have a slow leak and it might shut it down or even better, It'll actually shut it down for you and say, you've got a major leak and that's going to keep your house from flooding. You might only get a gallon or two water damage on the middle of the floor, but it can save an entire house from a major flood. And I tell you what, that's where it can really pay off because that saves you tons of money and the big headache. Yeah, the worst part about it was, you know, everything was all my towels in my bathroom, my toilet paper, everything was just like soaked. And uh, I don't think that they would probably do that for an apartment complex, what you're describing, but it seems like that's a, that's a pretty cool idea. If you have, you know, your own home. And then if you, once it's cleaned up and it dries out, I will happily send you an examiner so you can test your mold. You know what we'll do after they remediate it and everything's okay. If it's, if you have a mold problem, I'll send you out a test kit for free and you just take it a couple samples in there and we'll send it to my lab and we'll see if you have any issues. Okay. Squared up. <laughs> How about that? Y'all you hear that? There you go. I came on here to, to talk about IVP and I ended up with a mold <laughs> testing kit for my bathroom because of this happened. It's, it it's, it's holiday kismet. There so you go. I think that it, what would be cool is if you had a spinoff podcast where you talked about apartment problems <laughs> and what people should look nice. for when moving into an apartment or, you know, or going, yeah, the common things that happen in apartments, because, you know, this isn't the first issue that I've had, you know, at my apartment itself. I've had failed appliances and it's a pretty cool place where I'm staying. And luckily everything gets resolved quickly. But I think if I would have known for some things to check, you know, about things that could fail inside the apartment as well. That might be uh, another good idea for y'all for your podcast. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know how far did they take it? Did they just tell you to clean it up and call it good? Did they come in and gut the bathroom? How far did they take this to clean this up for you? So um, they said, you know, they showed up and they said, well, it was the, the washer dryer up, upstairs. Uh, we're going to replace the washer dryer. So this isn't going to happen again. Um, they essentially said that they were going to replace it. They asked me if I wanted to, if they, wanted to come in there and mop. And I said, no, it's okay. I've got all my towels. I got everything, you know, taken care of, but you know, they remedied it pretty quick. I'm pretty happy that they, they got it done quickly, but um, I hope that they don't have to gut it. Now, let me ask you this water was coming mm-hmm. out of the light fixture above. So it has a light fixture on top of the ceiling. So what does that mean? Like, what do I need to do? Do I need to tell them, Hey guys, like uh, I'm kind of worried about this. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of should be worried about it because you know, down. to be honest, they should have pulled that ceiling down because you got about 48 hours before that moisture turns into mold because that's was just coming through a hole in the ceiling, right? That's where the water was coming out of. So that whole area up there is going to be just a big old moldy mess. If you just wipe it down on the outside and put the fixture back, the chance of mold. mold is high, super high. Yeah, like 100%. They have to like go in there. Typically what they need to do is put dehumidifiers in dry out the space, use fans, like whatever, to try to remediate the water and get it as dry as possible. And then they're going to have to go up there and see how much damage was done. And that you won't know really till, you know, a little while later, but they should have sent a crew in there with big drying fans and dehumidifiers to kind of dry that all out. And usually they take it down while they're doing it. They'll just rip the drywall down and dry it out. It's a mess, Ben. I don't want to be the bearer of bad holiday news, but it is. It's a mess. Yep. Brutal. Brutal. Guys, what would I have done if I didn't ask you about this? See, I would have been, get help here. I would have been breathing moldy, we'll get you squared awful up. air. And then, she got you. you know, and I'm not going to, hopefully, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and hopefully, uh, you know, I think I'm going to, I told Caroline that I was going to buy a house soon. I'm in the, the, the house buying process. And I said, before I do, I'm going to let you know so you can I'll tell me what to definitely, look for this inspection. Definitely. As, Don't buy uh, a house without an inspection. Don't be like these absolutely. crazy people right now who are like, I just need to get a house. I need to get a house. And they're just slapping down money on houses unseen and houses that aren't inspected. And Eric and I will tell you, it's the biggest mistake. You have to do an inspection, at least some due diligence to protect yourself. 
Well, if you if you guys know anybody in uh, in Houston, okay. you know I'm looking right now. So this is a call out. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. I think we know some people. Off, uh, well, we can mm-hmm. see what we can find. We know a lot of people down there, so we'll see what we can do. All right, Ben, is there something <laughs> that we haven't talked about on the show that maybe we wanted to dive into outside of singing punk rock or Truth or Dare or anything else, IVP? I mean, you <laughs> know, IVP this is how the show's gone, and it's been a good one. You know, I'm, uh, Carol, I, I know about some things that Caroline does, you know, uh, she's told me about some clients and the people that she's met all over the world. I think it's really, really interesting. Um, and yeah, Eric, I, I look forward to, to learning more about you as well, but I just think it's, it's really cool what you guys are doing in your at home podcast. And it seems like, you know, people really like to learn more. What is it? If you could do a podcast about any other subject, what would it be? Ooh, for me, music, definitely music. Definitely music. I'm definitely a music guy. So that'd be, well, if I was just going to go after a mm, guilty pleasure, music would and be where I'd go. And we've had some pretty amazing musical guests. We so want more. It sounds we like want you more musical oh, yeah. guests. So it sounds like you need to be doing a rocking <laughs> around the house. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's a two-parter. Joke. That's a music joke and a holiday joke, too. Double down. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> thanks y'all thank you so much for having me on it's been really really cool um again you know check out uh, ivpair.com that's uh some of the stuff that we have and some new technology that i think is really going to kind of revolutionize the way we look about at air filtration and it's exciting because uh this job has been cool for me because not only do i get to you know visit a lot of really interesting places but Aww, i get to meet cool thanks, people like ben. you guys so thank you and thanks, Eric, just ben. give us a recap on the give giveaway give us one recap <laughs> this is great all right, you just have to drop over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com and go to the giveaway section there where you can just fill out the basic information and take <laughs> a chance for an enter to win. No chance of winning if you don't enter. They're going to be getting to win a T2 mobile unit from IVP Air, which is great for a dorm room, a small office space. Maybe you want to use it um, if you're traveling in a hotel. It's a great device. It uses the heated HEPA technology. It's going to basically catch and kill COVID-19 and help you out during the pandemic. This has been science-tested technology, brand new, state-of-the-art. So we're so excited to have it and to offer it to our audience. Uh, Thank you so much, Ben and IVP Air, for bringing this to us. And it's going to be a great giveaway, guys. So happy holidays to everyone. All right. Ben, thanks for coming on. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around Around the the House. House. Eric G from around the house. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.